Hey, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It is me, Brandon, and I am just back from a two-week teaching tour, extravaganza. Um, but I was teaching in L.A. for a week, um, as well as visiting my sister and a couple college friends who I haven't seen in a very long time. And then I went to Houston for a week, which, as some of you know, that's where I'm from. Um, so I made a little teaching tour out there as well. Got to see my mom and get to celebrate her retirement, which was really exciting. See my brothers and once again, a few friends who I haven't seen in a very long time. And I actually had my 10-year high school reunion on the first day I flew there. So after my week in LA, I the same day I flew into Houston, I had my 10-year high school reunion that night. And it was actually exactly what I expected it was going to be. Um, I was so nervous, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I haven't seen these people in 10 years. I felt like a completely different person. And what was actually hilarious uh, is what I found that actually we're all kind of the same. <laughs> we're not that different than who we were 10 years ago. Um there was a weird energy of all of us feeling like we need to prove something. And at the same time, everyone I talked to, I'm like, we all just did what we said we were going to do, right? Uh, we all, you know, if you were going to have, you know, kids and you want a family 10 years ago, you pretty much got it. Or if you wanted to get out of town and never come back, well, I mean, they didn't come. They didn't show up because, you know the whole never come back part. But you know what I mean? Like everyone does pretty much what they say they're going to do. But one of the things I got asked a lot from a few people is what's next? So I would tell them I'm in New York, I'm dancing, you know, doing the things I said I would do 10 years ago. And they want to know what's my next big thing. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of doing the big thing. I'm doing the thing that, like I said, I wanted to do. And of course, I have plans. But this question is not solely geared towards a 10-year reunion. If you're a dancer and you've, you know, been, you know, working your way up past just recreational dance in high school or uh, junior high, you get this question a lot, usually from relatives or, you know, teachers, people who are actually genuinely curious about what you want to do next. And, you know, this question just triggers for me this, like, I'm doing enough response. Like, I almost want to fight. Like, I'm like, I'm doing a lot right now, and I'm very proud of what I was doing. So I'm like, who are you to ask me what I'm doing next? Like, I'm enjoying the part of me that has worked so hard to get here, right? I'm enjoying this time in life that I've been working 10 plus years to get to. But honestly, like I said, people are just curious and because they're curious, one, because they don't know or they have this already preconceived idea of what the best is, right? The best is being on Broadway or the best is being on TV or in movies or, you know, dancing in a great company, living in New York. All of these preconceived ideas that they are now projecting onto us, right? And like I said, these have been going on for a while. Back when I was in college, the question was, okay, what are you going to do after you graduate, right? And then once I graduated, I moved to Chicago, and people are like, 
cool, when are you going to move to New York? Because that's, for some reason, the next best thing. And then even when I moved to New York, I said, okay, people, I am here. I'm in New York. I'm doing the dancing thing. They're like, okay, when are you going to be on Broadway? And I'm like, is what I'm doing not enough? To the point where I go to my tenure and I'm like, I'm in New York, I'm dancing in a show or I have been dancing in this uh, dream show of mine. And the question is still like, okay, so when are you going to leave New York? Like what's, that's the next step, right? And for a lot of people, especially those people who aren't in our industry, they have this idea that our careers are just pit stops, right? This isn't everybody, but a lot of them are like, okay, so you dance until you're about like 29 to 30, maybe, uh, and then you go and do something else. You're going to be a teacher or a choreographer. I don't know. But I want to go ahead and make this episode today because I think it's important that we remember that we need to let go of other people's expectations. And we do this by just reminding ourselves why we choose this path, right? And why do we choose this path? Why do we choose to be dancers? I mean, for me, it's it's pretty selfish. It's for me, right? It's for me to have to pursue this passion that I've always had and wanted to share and wanted to make money doing, Right. So, I mean, whether it's your love of dance or performing um, or maybe it's working on the art, this industry just has so many paths. And there's so many that I remember graduating and actually not knowing how many paths were available to me. Right. Most of the jobs and most of my favorite jobs that I've had over the last few years have been jobs I didn't even know existed when I was in college. Right. There's always new opportunities, always new shows or companies or choreographers to work with. But if you don't know all the options, then how will people, especially people not in your industry, know? Right. If we don't know all the options out there, how are they going to know? So we have to take their expectations with a grain of salt. Right. And we have to just let them happen. And somehow we have to be the ones to to think, okay, this has nothing to do with me. They're projecting whatever they think is a successful career onto me. So what do we do in this situation, right? So know that you can always grow and you can grow into bigger and better things, but it's important that you are the one to determine what that means, right? How do you find joy and contentment in where you are, right? That's what I want to answer today. How do you find joy and contentment in where you are? And honestly, the first one is, I feel, is the most obvious. You need to just be proud of yourself for making it this far, right? It's so simple. Whether you are in college pursuing dance, whether you had your first gig ever, whether you first, you know, you got your first paycheck for dancing, any of those first, but even just showing up when other people aren't. Right. So many people drop by the point you're at now, and I'm assuming you're either in college or you're one to two years out. People don't even make it this far. Right. And that's an accomplishment. You said, I'm going to do this. You moved to a city. You auditioned for a job, whether you got the job or not. You've taken steps to go after this thing that you really love and are excited about. So that's huge. You need to first be proud of yourself for making this far. 
The next thing is you need to know that your career isn't linear. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, but basically what this means is it's not just an ever-growing line that goes upwards, onwards, and forever, right? We're not always finding more success after each job. So for example, for me, I started in a full-time company. And for some people, that's incredible. That's so successful. You're working for 32 to 52 weeks of the year. You're getting a paycheck for it. And after I left that job, I was an apprentice, right? Being paid less money for, in my opinion, more work, right? It's a short-term gig. And then I did a swing roll. And then I did a full-time company thing again. Then I went back to swinging. And then I did a full-time show. Like, there's nothing that says you start wherever you start. It's all up from there, right? Especially if you're finding multiple jobs in your career and you're trying to do more of a freelance thing. You're going to be jumping around a lot. So know it's not going to be linear. And know that in knowing that, you'll be ready to roll with the punches or roll with the jobs that feel less than, right? Because you know that you can always change and you can always find that next thing, right? So that's number two. Know that your career isn't linear. The third one is we need to be honest with ourselves. We need to be honest with ourselves and our jobs, right? Is your current situation, whether you're in a company or whatever dancing you're doing, is it giving you what you need, right? What does that mean? Is it giving you uh, fulfillment in the work you're doing? Is it paying you enough, right? Are the trade-offs worth it? Maybe you're not getting everything. And my guess is you're probably not getting everything. You're not getting the hours you want or you're not getting the paycheck you want or you're not getting the work you want. What you're sacrificing, is it worth it, right? That's the next thing. So how do we determine if our, we're, if we're happy with our job, right? That's number three. Be honest with yourself. The fourth one, and this is the final one, you need to let your intentions, desires, and happiness be louder than the expectations and hopes of others. I'll say that one more time. Let your intentions and desires and happiness, all of that ring louder than the expectations and hopes of others, right? If you're thriving in the life that you created and you're supporting yourself, you don't owe anything to anyone else, right? You don't need to uh, prove yourself. You don't need to um, show that this career is valid. You're the only one that cares because... Compare what I've seen at at least my tenure high school reunion, I'm like, no one cares. Everyone's so wrapped up in what they're doing and what they wanted to accomplish. They're like, you, you know, you rolled out of bed this morning. Congrats. <laughs> like, that's the level of excitement that people have at these things, right? I mean, we have to let go of those expectations from our friends, from our acquaintances. Um, I'm sure we feel it sometimes with our parents, especially as we're first getting started and we need to show that we or we feel like we need to show that we can support ourselves doing the work we do. Relatives, even teachers and professors who have been training you for four years or however long your training period was for you to go off and do something that they might not deem acceptable, right? They may only see you as a company dancer or a ballet company dancer, Right. And you say, oh, I just want to go and do gig work in New York or I want to move to L.A. and do music videos, even though I've been doing, you know, only ballet rep for the last four years. 
if you go in there with conviction and you move forward with what you want to be doing, then you can't go wrong, right? Our teachers and mentors and parents and friends are here to guide us and give us their best advice. But now that it's your life, you're the one who decides what happens, right? Your choices, even if they're different from what you wanted a year ago, are important, right? We need to make conscious choices. So this is the only way, in my opinion, to reject others' expectations and have a career that you can stand by and be proud of. And I'll leave you with this. This is a practice, yeah? This is going to happen again and again. People are going to be interested in what you're doing. They're going to want to know when you're going to move on to the bigger, better thing in their mind. And we have to be prepared to know. We don't need to prove anything to them. We don't need to say, well, I'm already doing it. We just need to be prepared for ourselves to know I'm actually making all the choices that align with what I want to be doing, right? We don't need to show that we're moving on to bigger, better things. All we can do is make those conscious choices and realize that it's never going to be enough for other people, right? It can only be enough for us. Cool. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, this is episode 50, which is wild. And I honest, and honestly, I made this episode about expectations because I had my own <laughs> internal expectations about what 50 episodes means. Um, but when it comes down to it, we just got to keep moving forward, right? But I'm so excited about this episode. I'm so excited about the last 49 episodes we had before this one. Um, if you haven't listened to those, please go back and do so. Binge, there are hours now to binge on. Um, But thank you for being here. If you've been here from the beginning, I so appreciate it. If this is your first episode, welcome. So much more to come with Breaking the Wall podcast. Find us on Instagram, like, share, review on Apple Podcasts, and I will see you on another episode. Bye, everybody.